What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I am here with Michelle and Casey after I don't know how Hello. months it's been yeah. since we've all gotten together. But if it's the three of us here, you know what we're talking about. We are talking the about Walking, walking dead. dead. We have new content. Fear the Walking Dead is back. And we are finally... Yes. Finally, <laughs> getting a chance to cover it on the podcast. <laughs> How are you? My bad. <laughs> it, ain't, it wasn't just you. We were all in different stages of watching. And of course, you traipsing around the country doing work and stuff. Right. Like that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so and we had to sorry. catch up on uh, a couple of seasons. Yeah, so yes, we, yes, we did. Season seven was hard to find for a while. Casey was like, I'm trying to find it. And she couldn't find it, so now we're all and caught they up. They finally put it on Hulu. So. They finally did. So we are all caught up. Season eight is here. The eighth and final season for Fear the Walking Dead. Should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so before we get into the episode, let's go back and talk about fear a little bit because, like I said, we've all been in different stages of fear. Um, I was behind up until season six started. And then I think season six was halfway through when I started watching it. And then I've been caught up since then. You guys stopped both kind of around season three ish. Right. Yeah, and then got I, caught up. I think I was. No, I was season probably two. Okay. So then I went back and back. realized I stopped in season two. Okay. And then got caught up okay and then they had to take a break especially after john yeah. died and i was mad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. highly upset i did the same thing mm-hmm. over here I didn't, take too long. I didn't take too long a break but i was like that that just hurt my heart i was just like it did but you told me no no keep going keep going so i probably took a, like a week yeah break that was and about what I, finished, I did and then i mm-hmm. finished it so okay. I don't even remember what season belongs to what. I just kept going and going and going until I get to the end. <laughs> and Casey, you were the one that was kind of like right around season three. I think we both stopped around the same time, or maybe you stopped around season four. I stopped after whenever Nick got killed. I stopped after that. Ah. Okay. So whatever whatever season that was, I stopped there, and I was like, "How you?" I was mad about that too. <laughs> Look, even though you know how you kill off a main character, it well that had to be like season three then, like season two, end of season two. I think that was season. I think that was the end of season three, beginning of season four, I believe. Okay, then that's where I left yeah. off. I okay, like, and then once I read the backstory that he was tired of being, you know, here. Yeah, <laughs> so he wanted like, to go okay. home. So. I guess. I know, but still, it it doesn't make it any easier. Same with John Dory, you know. I he know was, he was like, yeah, I I don't I don't stay on shows too long, you know. I I I'm one of those people. I like to do my, do my job and move on and explore other characters. And I was like, then you shouldn't be so damn good at your job to make us swear. so upset about John Dory dying. Right. And when I look it up, they said Nick died in season four. I. I Okay, so yeah, I think it was like right at the beginning. I made it to season four then. Mm-hmm. Okay, but before we get into season eight, so let's talk about fear a little bit because we've all had like different conversations about how we were feeling about fear 
And I don't know, Michelle, you said you had plenty of to say. So what you got? What you got? I mean, it's coming from the, the feels and my, all the emotions. But when I first started the Fear of the Walking Dead, I was very excited about it because we have talked about this in other podcasts. I like to know the the when, the where, the why. So I'm like, okay, this giving us the beginning. A little bit of that and some of the people and them dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And I was right. okay with that. Until. <laughs> I still was okay with it when they were on the boat. I was still okay when they were stuck in the hotel. I was still okay when Nick had to go find himself. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't okay when they were on the ranch. I'm like, can we just go somewhere else? It got to be somewhere else we can go to deal with this this old man and his two sons. Mm-hmm. That drove me crazy. Yeah. And then people, the and then, what's the daughter's name again? She started driving me crazy. Alicia. Alicia. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot about her, but I, I hope she's still alive. For some reason, I feel like she could be. But don't ruin Unless that. Unless you see I her I think body. she could be. Yeah, well, she could yeah, be that, fighting that is the true. infection. She could be fighting the infection, so she could still be alive. However, they just kind of it kind of shifted when Morgan came, and I'm okay with that. I started liking Morgan and John and all those. I like that direction, but it was a, a shift. It was a shift from the original fear. Like it's like, okay, we're kind of done with them. We're gonna let them be in these stories, but we're going a different direction. Mm-hmm. So we could just should have ended fear then and then started to call it the Morgan show. And I would have been all right. <laughs> right. But my heart is still that this is the fear, but it became just a just an extension of the walking dead, but just told a little differently. Mm-hmm. So you said the characters. Right. And and we you were getting caught up. Yeah, and I think that's that's probably my only issue that my only big issue that I have with fear is that, like you said, it it kind of shifted when Morgan came, and then of course you know you bring Dwight, you bring Sherry over, so you have these characters that are still connecting it to the main show, which is probably what the intent was, and I have no problem with that. Um, for a while, it did. Um, I felt like it for- focused a little too much on Morgan for it to be a, mm-hmm. a show that he joined, um, which I have no problem with. I love, I love Morgan. I love his character. I love what he has gone through, but there have been times just like discussing the flagship show, um, you know, in the past, there were times where Carol really got on my nerves. There were times when Tyrese mm-hmm. really got on my nerves, but they ended up becoming some of my favorite characters. Same thing with Morgan, but you have all of these other characters who are really good characters and who have been there just about since the beginning as well. And you don't focus on them as much, Mm -hmm. except in just like little bits and pieces. And I understand that's going to happen when you have a large ensemble cast, but still it's like, so at the end of last season, there were some things going on that I was just kind of confused about. Like one, I'm still trying to figure out why. And and I understand this is probably so that the two shows didn't bleed together. But when Morgan wanted to leave the radiation field, Texas, and go back home to Virginia and take his people with him. Y'all could have did that. Why are they still in Texas with the radiation? I don't know. Why? 
even though now they're they're clearly outside of that with you know fine padre and actually being there and you know with this time jump but still that was one of the things i was like why would you stay in this very toxic environment with a fucking mm. baby mm-hmm. instead of trying to go somewhere else I, I still have questions about all of this. Where are all the kids? Where are the siblings? And where are all of the other kids who were with Luciana and Wendell? You know, they may mention last season that the kids were with Wendell when the bombs, hit, you know, when the bombs hit. Okay, so we see that Wendell made it very clearly. Where the hell are the kids? Y'all just going to kill the kids off and don't like make, we're supposed to forget that they even existed? Absolutely. So, so I just, those little things I do have problems with. I, I, I really hate when you introduce characters into a show and you make them kind of semi-important, which those kids were. I mean, those, yeah, we, that's a lot. Oh, last, they, the last they season. They did a whole little section on them kids with the airplane and the, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. they had yes. their own little. And then you just dropped the storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, we're supposed to forget they were there. Like, I, yeah, those it, are the things that I have a problem with. And that's why I, I didn't mention it, but it just felt like I told you off offline. But it's just like it's a different. The Walking Dead from the beginning, it, things changed. It was the same heartbeat. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like how your life is. Like, there's different versions of me at different times of my life. But fear is different people. Mm-hmm. Like last season. That was a different person. Why the hell we need her dreams? At least just dreams. But for Padre. And we didn't even go to Padre. That was something else that Morgan had to deal with. I'm like, you know what? I can't. I can't <laughs> with them. I just yeah. could. And then, of course, you know, the whole thing with Alicia losing her arm. Remember before y'all watched it, I was like, yeah, people losing arms is that's like a staple of, of this series because you had it. In the regular show, you had it towards the end of World Beyond with Elton, and then you have it with Alicia here. It was just like somebody else could have lost a leg. Right. Just I don't know. I don't know. It's harder to run on crutches now. It it is. Especially when you're all when you're already dealing with toxic um radiation right. you you uh, got a breath trying to be on some crutches right <laughs> and, and, and dealing with people trying to field. steal your stuff in the middle of all this radiation can y'all go so yeah i maybe not stole issues your i'm still gonna that. watch it because it's fear is right. right. but i was just kind of like okay so what are y'all doing now if if they were gonna go for a few more seasons i could be like okay well they're switching it up now they're doing this. They're doing that. You know, they changed uh, filming locations from Texas to Savannah. So I'm thinking, okay, they're gonna they're gonna kind of like reinvent the wheel with it. And then we find out that this is the final season. I was like, so what? Why? What was all that for? Because they wrote themselves. Where you was. They wrote themselves in a hole. That's what I f- I felt like. Mm-hmm. It's like we when we started, we have this family, and we're focused on this family and what they're dealing with and what is when things are changing around them. Mm-hmm. If we could have maybe added a couple more families to that, we did. We we had the other family, but they had what? How many family members in that family? 
You're talking about Daniel's family. It was, uh-huh, only, three, it was, it was only three of them. Three. So if one, once one one person dies, it's two. So we start losing people. Mm-hmm. So if we had other families that we have interacted, but then slowly, when we lost Dad off the helicopter, I said, "Well, I thought he was a star." So, so is he gonna come back? No. So back? so the thing with with Travis's character is that the actor, I believe, at that time. He was getting ready to do Avatar because he's an Avatar. So you know, sometimes when you have those those bigger projects and you have to commit and mm-hmm. yeah, it's smaller things lose lose their importance. Yeah, yes. but I mean and that I- was that was the start of like for me, killing Travis made no sense. Like, mm-hmm. especially in the way that he died, like, okay, if you want to, if you want to make a, um, if you want to make this, these new people a threat, then yeah, okay, I guess you could shoot a helicopter down from the ground with just regular guns, but I, I, I don't know. It was, it's been a lot of different things as far as how well, they, no, they had a good arsenal at the, on the ranch. They had a good arsenal. So I, I agree too. No it, it was too much. And, and that's what has written them into a hole because you had this one family focus on, and then the family members are getting other jobs or tired of working it. So then we got to include other people along this way where they could have picked up more people along the path. But that's just silly. Cause I didn't feel like Daniel's son should have died. I thought that was like, okay, well, y'all don't like this boy? I mean, I know he went kind of crazy. Oh, Travis's son. Yeah, Travis's son. Okay. And I'm like, well, why he got to die like that? I mean, just for Travis to get upset and start beating up people? I mean, we could have did that a different way. But I'm like, okay, here we go. So I would say this. Chris was one of those characters I could not stand. But the way that they killed him off, it was, I was like... Y'all really had to go there and and kill him in that sense. I mean, it they was did. it was hard. You, know you know why that was a good killing for him? Because it was for for me. Because he was a little dick. He and was. I was like, he was a dick to his oh. father. He was. And then to turn around and find out that the people that you put above your dad wasn't shit. Mm-hmm. So when I mean, you ain't see it to the end when they shot your ass mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. even still it's like even in that moment before they killed him it's like damn I should listen to my goddamn daddy mm-hmm. he needed a whooping well <laughs> I, I but I'm gonna be on his side for a second cause he was crazy however he had he had no one on his side so we are gonna start there he's grieving I mean, no 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 he didn't cause they yeah, turned on right. his ass so quick that boy threatened one person and it's like damn we scared I'm scared I'm scared I'm so scared. Wait, didn't he, he kill go all out into the, the woods? Boat? Huh? Didn't he kill all boy on the boat? Okay, I'm I'm having some memory loss. Wait, but he lost remember? his mama. I mean, and and yes, if you think about it, okay, so we can go through and we can rationalize yeah. this. One, Chris was what, 15, 16 when the series started. Yeah. So you go through this thing where you see all of these um you, you know the world starts to go to shit. You have these people who are zombies that are, or walkers. They are rising from the dead. They're eating people. You're having to flee. You're having to put yourself in a situation with, you know, a family that you really are. You're kind of 
estranged from because your dad, you know, your dad has moved on. He has a new wife. He has new stepchildren. It's obvious there's some tension there. And then all of a sudden, all of y'all are thrust together. You're fighting for your lives. You're trying to escape the the city. And then just when you escape and you think you're safe, oh, your mom gets bit. And then, okay, so this is the, I think this is the start of where things broke down for Chris. You find out that, that you've been bit, but instead of telling your son about it, you go off to the beach so you can shoot yourself and then end up having your ex-husband's wife be the one to do it or, you know, trying to get her to be the one to do it. But then Curtis has to do it. And then he has to come back and tell his son, oh, yeah, by the way, your mom got bit. She didn't want you to see it. And now she's gone. You you've already this boy's life has already been upheaved in the most egregious way. And then you take that trauma and add to it. Yeah, it's no wonder that Chris kind of was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Fuck you. I'm I'm whatever. Right. And, he did. You're, and you're, you're he, 15 years old. Right. And he did some stuff that was very, very questionable. And people could be a little scared. But you got to understand where he was coming from. But they were quick to throw in. But see, people do this sometimes to those stepkids. Sometimes they quick to throw in. Oh my gosh, they're trouble. I'm so scared because that's how I felt with, with Alicia and Massey. Oh, we're so nervous. You need to do something about him. Well, hell, then he went and picked his son though because he hadn't been there really for his son lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he needed to. He should have said, you know what, back off. It's a lot going on. We're going to need to talk with him. Mm-hmm. Boo, I need you to put the knives and, and we need to check you because we're not sure if you're going to stab us in our sleep. But I'm here for you. We we support you. <laughs> um, We're not that scared, but we are scared. But we're going to, you know, because when Daniel start acting Somebody crazy, we don't back. say nothing. We're just like, oh, okay, he militant. He's in the military, so that happens. That's a, that's a whole different story. Daniel, Daniel losing. That's a whole different story, because Daniel, y'all look. Are we even gonna get to the episode? I think because this <laughs> what, because this is what we had planned on doing originally. We were gonna just do a fear show where we just right. talked about the series up until this point, and then we were gonna start, and we just haven't had a chance to do that because life. Right. So, yeah, I. I mean, I'm glad we're getting all this out now, but yet, like, the whole Daniel thing is, it's interesting the way that it's played out now, because now we see that this, this mental deterioration of his is happening over the course of years. We don't know what he's like now because the show has gone through a seven year time jump and we did not see Daniel in this first episode. So we don't know what's going on with him now. Of course, I know he's alive because I've seen him in the promos, but we don't know. Um, just where he is what mentally at this like. point. But I mean, at the end of season seven, he had gotten to the point where he was starting to lose his mm-hmm. faculties again to the point where Luciana lied to him about what they were doing so that she could get him to cooperate, which led to Wes leaving, which led to one of the stupidest, like, so you Fake take Wes from ever. being... You take Wes from being this person, like you you introduce him again, introduce his character in kind of a big way. You make him kind of important. You kind of tease this potential love interest with him and Alicia. And then when that doesn't seem like it's going to be, then you kind of sort of tease it with Luciano, or at least that's the way that I read it. 
And then you have this big conflict where Western Louisiana. Lied. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. I didn't see that at all. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was one of the reasons why he left. Like he was like, "Oh, you lying? I can't, I can't be around you if you're gonna lie to him like this." I don't know. Maybe I need to go back and rewatch it, but I think I remember seeing. Oh, none of them. Lying. I remember it being and like that oh, was crazy too. There's that the was potential. crazy. I I wasn't saying that it was like all out shit, but I was like, okay, there's the potential for that. And then he gets mad with her. Oh, you're going to lie to him and, and to get him to go. Like, she's doing this for everybody's safety. Right. And I'm like, are you a mental health professional? I mean, like, we need to lie to him. Trust me. You don't know him. You're going you're gonna to leave her and him and everybody else to go be with Victor, who was on some whole other shit last season. You're going to go be with Victor because, oh, at least he's you know, he's being upfront about what he's doing. Um, excuse me. You don't know about him throwing old boy off the roof just because, oh, I don't want to, to get close to me. Mm-hmm. Dude. And then mm-hmm. we get him back in one episode and he dies in the same episode. And for what? Because he was because he was about to attack Alicia. I mean, Alicia did kind of break in. She was trying to kind of like tear some shit up. Wes is trying to protect what they're building. Yeah, I had issues. should have stayed in his lane. He should have. West got West killed. Yeah, he did. Because he should have known better on that one. That don't that's like family. It's like you are outsider and you want to talk about somebody family member. They're like, wait a second. Now I can fight with them, but you can't. Right. That that part. That That part. Mm -hmm. Mm Because I'm sure over the course of that time, you know, we didn't see it, but I'm sure. They had conversations about the relationship that Victor had and how he was in the beginning and how they got to where they are. I don't know because so because the way Victor was last season, Victor looked like he wasn't having conversations with nobody but Howard, no, and no, we won't even no, talk I about mean, that either because no, him I'm throwing Howard over the building. Alicia. I'm talking about Wes and Alicia had. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, they, they you had know, so that he would know that 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 relationship. Mm-hmm. So I I believe Weston uh, yeah of course Victor wasn't talking to nobody he he thought everybody was out to kill even though Morgan did try to kill him I mean he thought everybody was okay <laughs> that was the other that was the other crazy thing about last season like Mister All Life is Precious I said the same thing no you did not just come I mean, up in this man house and try to kill him <laughs> have changed and I know that you have changed Morgan like but. All, and you just gonna try to pull, r- rip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. There were just a there were a lot of a lot of character <sighs> yeah. decisions last season that I was kind of looking like. Yeah. So what was the point of this? Like, yeah. Well, they have. I feel like there's a wasted character that we have had closer to the beginning of the fear. She maybe she came in in season two. Luciana, I feel like she's been wasted. That bothers me. It bothers me every time I see her in the show because I'm like, wasted character, wasted character. I like her, but you have wasted her. Oh it's like God. she was only mixed to get Nick and whatever trauma he was dealing with when he wanted to go off into the wilderness and discover his life. She was his little girlfriend and then that has been it. It's like she has nothing and now she has to deal with Daniel. I'm like, that's so Man. unfair to her. So let me tell you, um, 
she was at Dragon Con last year. And I got to go over and speak to her and talk to her and just tell her, I was like, look, I love Luciana. We do not see enough of her on our screen. Will we get more of her in this, you know, in this upcoming season? I think this was before we knew that this was going to be the final season. Um, And she was like, yeah, you know, she's going to get more screen time. And she was like, yeah, I'm really excited to see um, for you guys to see what we've done with this season. So I hope that that was true and not just a, 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 a crowd pleasing, you know, question or wh- whatever. I mean, it was just me and her talking. So, right. you know, and I'm sure that at that point, there's not too much she can say. And of course, you're still under contract at that point. And like I said, we didn't know that this uh, series was e- ending. So it's not like she would have been like, oh, no, they didn't really put me in there. And, right. you know, unlike uh, from what I understand, Mo Collins, who um, apparently Sarah is not in season eight and sh- her name is no longer in the opening credits. I was like, so, so I guess. Wait, what? I yeah. Mean, I, I, I ain't paying attention to that. So, well, no, you know, because either. because I pay attention to like some of the chatter on Twitter and then I'm part of a, a Walking Dead group chat on Instagram. So I'm just reading different little things that people are saying about certain characters or certain actors. And somebody mentioned that about Sarah. And then I thought about it, you know, in this episode when um, at the beginning, when Morgan is in the... Um, interrogation room with Padre and they were telling him that they found the rafts. He was like, well, how many people did you find? They said, not as many as you said. So I was like, okay, so that's telling me there some people, some people didn't make it because of course we know that Victor is not on Padre. They said Victor wasn't in the rafts. So we don't know where Victor is. Sarah could easily be with him. They could have decided, no, we're not going. Victor was on his own um, I don't want to say redemption thing at that point, but you know, he and Alicia had fought. She had pretty much pushed him into the raft and was like, look, make a difference, do something good, you know, blah, right. blah, blah. So he may have decided, okay, I can't be around these people because there's too much history between mm-hmm. what they had just been through. So maybe he went off on his own, but it's just kind of like, uh, what what are y'all doing with our like? And I I love Mo, so I'm I I'm do. a little upset about that. I know, yeah. I know, but yeah. So, so, so her like, brother not there in the end either, too. I I don't know because you know what? Um, saw him at what was it? ATL Comic Convention, and um, I'm trying to think if we asked him any questions about the upcoming season. I don't think we did because we were walking trying to get somewhere else and he just happened to have nobody in his line because he literally just got there. So I think it was Anthony and I, or it may have been Michael and I went over just to say hi to him and, you know, talk to him about, you know, everything that he's done. You know, we 
all of us, like, yes, he's Wendell here, but most of us of our age, we know him as chill from house party. So mm-hmm. we talked to him about that. Mm-hmm. And um, we didn't really get to talk about fear at that point because we thought that we would have time to come back over to him that weekend. And we just we really didn't have a chance. So I, I don't know. But, you know, one of the things that always bothers me is when you kill characters off screen, like especially characters that you've given that you mm-hmm. made us Invested get attached in. to. Mm-hmm. You you kill them off screen and then we have no closure. Nope. We have no way to process it. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm just waiting to see what they're going to do with these characters. But yeah, Mo Collins is is apparently not in season eight at all. Mm. I was like, okay, all right. But ain't, ain't, ain't one of the events at the camp to watch this episode with her? So mm-hmm. it won't be that, no new episode. No, but, but all of the, um, all of the, viewing parties that they do are all older episodes anyway it's like big episodes oh. for those mm-hmm. characters mm. so okay. so yeah but okay i think we can probably go on and on with other things that we don't like but instead of doing all of it in one episode we we have what is it i think this is a is it a 14 episode season i believe oh no let's see so I, I do know that they are splitting the season. So we're going to get the first, uh, what, seven or eight, eight episodes now. And then we're going to get the rest of them later on this year. So they are kind of dragging it out for us, which I'm not complaining about because, you know, it's Walking Dead content and they've already delayed the other spinoff shows for us. Granted, um, Dead City is finally starting. It's 12 episodes. It's 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Split into six, six and six. six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, like I said, I don't mind them dragging it out because it gives us more content while we wait patiently for uh, Dead City and the Daryl Dixon show or Raise the Dead or whatever it is that they're calling it and the, the Rashawn show, which probably won't premiere now until next year. But... um. Did y'all see the spoiler for uh, Daryl Dixon? No. Oh, oh, about who? About because they're already filmed. Supposedly they're already filming season two when somebody showed up. Uh huh. Yeah, I I did see that. Okay. It's like mm-hmm. I saw it too. It's like I can't stand y'all. I don't want to know this. I want to be surprised, but I can't figure out how to filter out all these spoilers because I see them on. Um, I see him on Twitter. I've seen some on everything, and and it's on everything because even even tonight while just watching ET, they did a spoiler on the upcoming movie that's coming out this week. But like, give people a chance, like mention that after the movie comes out because I may not. I like after credit scenes, and I don't want to know about it before the movie even happens. So it's like it's everywhere. You can be just watching the entertainment show and they're just talking about spo- and they do it real quick. Spoiler alert, this is what happened. Yeah. You have a chance to turn the TV. I'm like, oops, I can't even get to the mute button. Right. But, right. but just circling back what you said about characters died off screen, because that's how Madison died off screen. You know, she died in the blaze of glory, saving everybody. And Alicia. Alicia. Yeah, that's true. So that's what we don't know. But we know at least Madison is back in. And kidnapping it's, children. It's going to end with a reunion. Because it started okay. with them. So this is it's what I was going to say. This is the big thing that bothered me about fear. 
how are you going to kill Alicia off right before her mother returns? Like everybody was so hyped for Kim Dickens to come back. And I will say this. I love Kim Dickens. Madison was not my favorite character. Like Madison was one of the reasons why I stopped watching when I did way back in season three towards the beginning of season four. She just got on my nerve. Irritating. And then right around the time that I started liking her characters when they killed her off. I was like, okay, whatever. Travis is gone. Now Madison is gone. Then you turn around a few episodes later, you kill Nick. I was like, and you know, I found out about Nick's death during that time when I stopped watching. So I was like, why am I going to go back and watch it now? Like he was my favorite character. So, right. And that's why we needed it. We needed more families in the beginning that they were following in the fear. And I hate to have them all on the school bus, but it would have been best to do that. Then this one family with an extended mom and son and a, a, fam- and a family that you found at the barbershop. We needed yeah. a little bit more for it. Because that's how I felt about Daniel when he, he, he all he wanted to do was to tell his daughter who he really was. And you literally have her change. When he come into the parking lot, he, I mean, she, she literally to- took her last breath as he was pulling up. I was like, I was y'all like, motherfuckers. Boo, and then you like turn it. around and do it again. Yeah. Yeah. That, so, um, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That pissed me off. But anyway, so let's, let's kind of reel it back in and get out the weeds as uh, the person you are married to, whom you related to by marriage likes to say. So at the end of season seven, you know, um, well, all of season seven is part of Alicia trying to find this place, Padre, which was supposed to be the safe place where everybody was supposed to be able to go. They were supposed to be able to shelter, thrive, be safe until, I don't know, until they found a cure or just until. I think at the beginning, it was it was just one of those emergency things in case of um, some kind of uh, issue. So we go through season seven. We find out that Padre is not a is not a person, but it's a place. Or I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of a it's a little bit of gray here because they refer to a person as Padre in the show, but it's also the place. So anyway, they figure out who this this Padre is because that's how we get introduced to Madison. Padre is basically going around stealing people's children, taking them to this island to raise them void of human emotional attachment, void of physical contact, just basically making a, I I guess you could say that they're raising child soldiers without the emotional trauma, without the emotional damage. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, Kim, Madison is doing this because whoever is running it has basically told her, hey, if you do this for us, we can reunite you with your children. And I got to say, the person who is running Padre, somehow they they have been able to find out certain things about these people. So she really believed that they had Nick and Alicia. And she was going around stealing people's kids taking them to Padre in the hopes of um, reuniting with them. Also, because I think they also kind of saved her because as we see, 
you know, like you said, she went up in a blaze of glory when she set the stadium on fire to save Alicia and Nick and all of them. She has damage to her lungs. So she has she she needs oxygen all the time now. They were supplying that to her. So it was kind of one of those, oh, okay, well, I mean, it's not too different from the saviors and from all of those. Oh, okay, well, we're gonna take care of you, but you have to give us something in return. Or like the hospital with Dawn. It's just so unrealistic. Like, do you know your children? Like when you left your children, their asses are not gonna be kidnapped by nobody. They turned into some bad asses. Yeah. Well, I don't Nick know. Is, if, I Nick don't is know quick to get into. Nick is quick them. into it. Into it. Well, no, because they threaten their lives. But I'm like, you should know your kids. Nick will be quick to cut up a walker and start walking with the dead. They won't even know where that's coming. Alicia became something great too. So it's like, come on, ma'am. Yeah. Come on. You stealing people's children because they say they're gonna get your children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in this vast world, how? 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 Where they gonna find that's them? The thing. That that part. How? Because it ain't like what they're gonna go to go back to the to the um stadium and work their way out. No, they're not doing all that. I don't know, but I mean, okay. Disbelief aside, for a moment. Okay. They could say okay. that they came across her children. Like uh, again, we had bombs drop down in Texas. They could have been fleeing Texas, trying to go elsewhere. They could have come across these Padre people. We don't know how far and wide the spread of Padre is. We don't know how far that reaches. So, I mean, like even now with where Padre is, we technically don't know where they are. We know they can't be in Texas because there's no, there's no yellow haze. There's no, Mm -hmm. you know, so they have to be Mm -hmm. a safe ways away because uh, of course, more where there's water. Right. Because remember Morgan left on the raft with baby Mo first before Victor and all of the others follow because things were getting so bad. I mean, you have, the walkers that they had last season, it was just kind of like, oh, you kill the walker and you can you could die just from mm-hmm. the exposure. So he was already on his way out of that toxic environment. We don't know what direction he went in. We don't know how far he went. I'm assuming he went closer to the East Coast because we do know from the promos at some point he goes back to Atlanta. He goes back to Kings Co- uh, King County. So I don't think they would take him back. What promo to- was that? I missed that. Girl, trailer. he went back to the house, girl, picked up the gun. Grace was like, Rick gave you that gun for a reason. Girl, you got to go back I, and see I it. did not realize that that, I, I said, I remember that part, but I didn't realize they was at the house. Go mm-hmm. back and watch the trailer because he he literally says, this is where I was at the start. He went back to King County. That's why I was telling you in the chat while I was like, y'all got to watch the trailer. I was over here losing my shit because I was like, oh my God, he went back. And then who's following him? You think Padre is following him to ATL? See, I mean, it feels like they only have 10 adults and the rest are kids. So they sending out the kids soldiers (laughs) after them. See, again, we don't know how far that reaches. We don't know if Padre is just in one place or they could be in... They could be in multiple places. I mean, they could be kind of sort of like the CRM. They could, but they didn't go to, um, they had made it to Alexandria, trust me, or the hilltop. They ain't mm-hmm. made it to that area because they don't want that smoke. 
So they ain't uh, well, I mean, over there. Okay, so here, here's the other thing about this episode. So we find out in this episode that there has been a seven-year time jump. Mm-hmm. Now, according to an interview I read uh, with the showrunners, this time jump actually, and they claim is coincidentally, but it actually puts the um, the timeline parallel to where the walking dead ended so now they've pretty much caught up so they're in the same time space but i'm like that don't make no sense now because dead city is taking place a few years after that because we have a teenage herschel now yeah so now we have a jump right so they'll run into the commonwealth though well the new commonwealth see that's the thing i don't know like a commonwealth like him going back to Georgia, him going back to King County, them even rent mentioning Rick in this show, because I don't think he's ever mentioned Rick by name in this show. He's always said, I he's had a my friend, friend, my friend, right. you know, but, you know, at Grace at night, you know, when they lay in there, there's a different conversation. So we don't know if she's told him about <laughs> Rick. I mean, could be, could be one. But it, Hello, I mean, talk. Well, it has to be if she mentioned his name in the trailer. Yeah, he so she knows. No one else knows, but she at least knows. Yeah. So I, I don't know how that's going to fit in, but yeah, it, it does happen. But um, okay. So like I said, Madison was kidnapping kids. She comes across Morgan. She takes baby Mo. First of all, I was like, how how you got Morgan in the trap that you did? Enough to take baby Mo. Morgan had to have been slipping. But I think that's part of the motivation that he has for where we find him in in this episode. Because we find out that in that beginning, he's there. He's talking to Padre. Uh, Madison has helped him because she's like, yeah, we got to get your daughter. Or at least he wants to get his daughter. So they bring him in like he's a collector, like he's a potential collector. Oh, yeah, I can help you get these children, whatever, whatever. I can be on board. Then what whoever this is in Padre Slick does is he brings a baby monitor into the room and you hear Mo crying. And Morgan is trying to be like, he's trying to disconnect. He was like, why are you bringing me that? Morgan, you ain't slick. Yeah, he was like, he was like, uh, what's wrong with him? Yeah, like the yeah. Little, like he was he was moment. trying to play it off. I give him I give him credit mm-hmm. for that, but they're not stupid. Like the what was um Padre said? He said we get a new collector and a baby within a day of each other. Yeah, we already know what this is. We suspicious. Mm-hmm. We suspicious. right. <laughs> so anyway, what happens is Madison helps Morgan escape. He takes Mo and they escape from the island. Then we cut to a time jump because more uh madison gets captured trying to help morgan escape so we come to this place and it looks i mean it, it kind of sort of looks like a prison you know like the outside of a mm-hmm. prison and you know you have people in jumpsuits you have this one character who is who is uh getting dressed in a fencing outfit and this is a person we already know this is this is baby mo even though we you know she's introduced as ren and this is little kid, and what they're doing is they're training people. I don't even, I can't even say people. They're training children. They're training mm-hmm. children. They're mm-hmm. training children to learn to fight walkers. And she picks up a stick, and I'm like, oh, that's definitely Morgan's daughter. 
Mm-hmm. And what happens is when she gets ready to fight the walker, as the walker approaches her, she starts having what looks like flashbacks of walkers mm-hmm. walking through water, coming after her, and she kind of freezes. And so through the course of this episode, what we find out is that Morgan did take baby Mo. He did escape off the Padre Island. They found like a boathouse that was supposed to keep them safe. And during that escape, during them hiding, the houseboat gets overrun with walkers. And he has to make a decision because he's like, the boat that you were in was getting overrun. I had to call Padre. That's, this is what he tells her after he meets back with her. But during the course of this seven years, he has had no contact with his daughter. She has been raised in Padre to believe that her parents either died or abandoned her mm-hmm. because that's the story that they tell these children. Mm-hmm. And then you get the reveal. What happens is Mo, she starts questioning things um, when she finds out that they have a captive. And we see Madison and she is very clearly banged up. She's been there for a while because she's marking days on the wall. And during the course of, you know, interactions with her, Mo is like, hey, so I heard you, you tried to escape. I heard you help somebody escape with their child. I want you to teach me how to fight the walkers because, again, she has this fear. So when she brings a sledgehammer to Madison, I was like, child, how old are you? Oh, it's a no better. But, but let's go back a little bit. Now, Madison has been bitten. That's what she said was they've been taking her blood and she's not always cooperative. So I think I think she's been scratched up. That looks like that looks like no, I, that's what I thought how, too, but to me it looked like you know how when you try to draw blood. Because they they draw it from the same spot. Uh huh. Yeah. And so it it don't have a chance to heal. But at some point it it because it, it was like a line going down. Which it looked like she had collapsed she veins. Moved, yeah. I saw or, that part, but I saw the arches at the top and the I arches. think that was like a cut. Like like they tried to put a needle in her and she probably dra- dragged her arm away or did something. I don't think it was a bite because I thought that too. When I looked at it, I was like, did she get bit? Yeah. But I, I don't think that's what it was because when Morgan Maybe looks at her arm later when they, when they meet up um, and he asked what happened to her and she was like, you know, they ran tests, they took blood. I wasn't always cooperative or I'm not always cooperative. So I think she probably fought with them or maybe she, I mean, Madison is the type of person that she would self-sabotage in order to keep them from doing right. what she wanted them to do. I mean, and, and we see her once she, especially once she realizes who Mo is or who Ren is, she, and she realized she was like, oh my God, it couldn't have been that long. It's been seven years. She's been locked up the whole time. Right. And we see at this point as well, she's suicidal. She, you know, when the people come in to try to take her blood, she takes their gun and she tries to shoot herself. Of course, it's blank. She tried to shoot them. She was quick to get on her knees and say, I'm going. Right. 
But like they said, you really think we stupid enough to come in here with a loaded right. gun? Like they've been dealing with your shit for seven years, Madison. They know what kind, <laughs> they know who you one. They knew who you were as a collector because I'm pretty sure she had to kill some folks to take some of these children because right. not everybody's just gonna just mm-hmm. voluntarily give up their child. I don't care what the fuck kind of apocalypse this is. You but know? look, I was let excited. Her, look, let her excited. try to mess with Michonne. That's true. I was excited about my theory, though, because I thought it was a bite. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So her and her daughter, could they be halfway immune? That would be. Um, I, was like, I, thought, I was like, we're going a different direction. Oh, I'm sorry. I gave them credit. Let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> I am dead. I am dead. Spoken <laughs> like the true wife of Anthony. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I I really think that that's what it was like. It, if it mm-hmm. wasn't her trying to self harm herself, it was probably her trying to damage her arms enough that they wouldn't be able to get what they needed from her. You know, and why uh, are they taking her blood? Like, what you testing her for? You know. And what's funny is that's what that's the the everyone is trying to figure that out. They're like, is that a bite mark? I don't know. Look, I'm I'm gonna wait. It's it's playing in the background. I'm gonna wait until it comes back up, and I'm gonna pause it to see what it is. But okay, something else I want to talk about, and I'm trying not to like do a a, a scene for scene recap because mm-hmm. it, it, it there was a lot. But yeah. I got a question: like, what the fuck is up with the? And everybody's been talking about it. What is up with the Nickelodeon slime in in the Walker's mouths? Like first of so all, you're busting their teeth. But you already knocked their teeth out. What? So what you gotta? I guess they worried that the numbing to make it on your skin. Scary. Yeah, no, to make it less scary for a little. Because they won't be like, you know, they yeah. they just wanted to be like, oh, it's me. it's gross. It's it is. It's not You could have done what you could have done what Michelle did. Michelle just. Rip their jaws off. Of well, that's kind of not pleasant for the kids to fight with, with the jaws, you know, off. They had to make it pleasant looking enough for them to fight. Is that pleasant what was ple- What was pleasant about that? Well, they didn't want to make it scary. Okay, I'd rather fight. You are teaching children to kill right. walkers. I know, and but you start making them start off with the less threatening. Kind of- contradicting it is but you they they want to make the appearance so the kids won't be too frightened they can go out there like they're doing a a normal fighting round but to come out with walkers that's the mouth is sewn or they missing their jaw you know that may freak some kids out but going into a ring fighting them with a stick ain't I'm just saying, these are kids that have grown up in a world <laughs> where walkers are an everyday occurrence. So, oh, did they? Have they? They've been stolen as kids and raised on this nice, pleasant farm where you're fighting. Well, I mean, think about it. Not all of them were babies. Not all of them were babies. If we sure? About, if you think about the woman who... um there was no age gap. I mean, cap. No age gap. Cap. Pr- I mean, probably not. I mean... Think of, okay because so you want them not to you want them not to have memories not that necessarily big of memories. because they can be manipulated to use it if you think about if you remember Jocelyn in the main show 
she had kids of all ages and it's like the older mm-hmm. kids it's like you have to kind of program them i so know but 16 year olds that would be hard because they would yeah, be like i don't think they're oh, that I'm running away but like but, the um the lady who was in the the last season the one that um madison came across and she was she was trying to fight her they mm-hmm. stole madison stole her child and her child i think she said was like around four or five yeah i can believe so, that yeah so that that kind of young yeah i can understand maybe older children like 10 11 now nah, i don't see them right so they're going to have it's like a, a a a situation where the parents did actually die and those children had nowhere else to go right but so. then most of the kids they're going to have faint memories though of walkers because their parents tried to shield them the most from it even though mo of course because trauma is going to come back she mm-hmm. kind of remembers some of that mm-hmm. so they walking around they're not worried about walkers coming over the fence the only time you deal with a walker is when you have to go to your fighting class mm. i don't know i i just think if and then if it was my purpose are they shipping the walkers in the Padre? See that I don't know because it, it sounds like Padre is an island. Yeah, yeah. So they probably so are, are. Yeah, they probably are. But I, I, I think I would feel like if I was trying, if I was trying to train people to deal with this kind of threat. Yes, in some ways you want to make it safe for them to be able to train mm-hmm. and and get you know kind of get the gist of what they're fighting. But at some point, you don't want them to get complacent with dealing with a quote unquote safe walker because then they won't they won't ever anticipate the the fear. They won't ever understand the danger. They'll Correct. get too comfortable. But this is level, she was on level one. So we don't know what the level five training is. This is true. Okay, she doing level five training was? Let me see. (laughs) You know, because she's just starting. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at Madison's arm. And it kind of sort of does look like a bite, but it doesn't. It doesn't look like teeth marks. It almost look it it does look like she cut herself. Okay. So yeah, I I don't know. I don't think those are teeth marks. They don't they don't quite look like teeth marks. It does look like like something I, I don't know. Like right. And then that's why I was like, why did, and that's why I thought they were taking blood just to kind of see the progression. But maybe they were just counting her vitamin D since she's been, you know, trapped in the prison. Make sure she's all right. I mean, and, and it does kind of sort of look, I don't. I won't say infected, but it doesn't look great. It doesn't. It looks horrible. So, it looks yeah, yeah. It does. So that's why I, I thought of, oh, okay, they're trying to say that they have just a higher immunity. Because basically Alicia got it, but she's been fighting that fever for, you know, weeks. And if she's still alive, years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But it had been, it had then, been even. And then if you know, remember, remember first season of Walking Dead when Jim got bit? Mm-hmm. Nobody ever, nobody's ever had that experience like him with it, if you know what I mean. 
Like nobody, remember how he was like, he said he could feel his bones breaking from the inside. It feels like glass and all those other things that he said he felt. But, if Alicia was that sick where she felt that infection inside of her and she was, because even, I believe, didn't Jim have visions like that? Like she was having too? Mm-hmm. Why she mm-hmm. didn't, why why wasn't, and, and if she felt like she, because like Jim knew he was going to die. He was like, mm-hmm. leave me on the side of the road. This is, I can't do But it. he had a full on bite that he couldn't get rid of. Like she at least cut her arm off. So mm-hmm. I feel he like. a little late. Even now, I feel like she may have a little bit of the infection, but I feel. I personally feel like if she was living for as long as she lived after that, because that had been months, mm-hmm. she, I don't think she would have lived that long if she actually had been infected. She probably had some side effects, but it's kind of like when you, let's say when you take the flu vaccine, some people, they experience symptoms of the flu, but they don't actually catch the flu. I kind of feel like that's what it was with her with the walker bite. Like she cut her arm off. She may have still had a little bit of contamination and maybe just because one, she's been living in this zombie infested world for years. Now there's no medical care. There's no antibiotics. There's no oh, I'm going to sit and rest and, and kind of let it run its course. She really didn't have that option. So I think her body was just taking a longer time to fight it off. But I, I mean, even at the end of last season, I still felt like she could possibly be alive. But then again, people were like, well, if you look at her when she woke up, she looked healthy. She didn't look sick anymore. Her eyes weren't dark. But that could have still been a that could have been a fever dream, too. Yeah, and that could have been a good good day. You know how you have that, you have a fever, and then you be like, oh, I think I feel better. And then you, I mean, think about it. She passed. You stood up, the and then you realize, oh hell, I need to lay back down. She that passed out on the beach. She probably had the best nap she's had in years. Right. So, <laughs> so. and her body's been fine, and then she's young too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just I feel like maybe she's still out there, but yeah. I mean, if okay, that is a bite, we ain't see a body. You're right. You're right. But thinking about what you said, Michelle, if that was a bite on Madison and she's still alive all this time, well, one, we don't know when she would have gotten it because, I mean... She'd been locked up. She would have had to have gotten it seven years seven ago. Seven years ago. Because she'd yeah. been locked up since then. Mm-hmm. And I don't see them I keeping her for seven years if, if you, you know... At this point, we we paying, but I, I would keep her for seven years <laughs> as a lab rat, right? And she didn't turn, and I can continuously take blood and see why Ooh. it didn't take over. Mm-hmm. That's like what was running through my head of reason why they were doing all this. Okay, I didn't okay. realize they really just kept her so she wouldn't run into Mo Mo, because to me that's re- ridiculous too. But okay, yeah. But who would who would think that? You know what I mean? Because because remember the the I don't know the name of the girl that Mo was talking to, but you know she was like it was a rumor that that's why she got locked up. Mm-hmm. But she been there for seven years, and the, who, if that girl is sixteen, so say she was seven or eight when when uh I want to call her Kim Madison yeah, got locked up <laughs> <laughs> when Madison got locked up. You know, there have to be the, you know, these urban legends that come, mm-hmm. you know, so somewhere along that. Yeah. You know what I mean? She wouldn't have been able to just yeah. be outside. Yeah. And that's the one who helped 
so and so leave. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. so yeah. Know. But yeah, that's okay. Let, let's talk first of all, let's talk about this medical medical care. How you just gonna sit there and stick the syringe in her arm? You have no band, you're not doing like because I know when I go to get blood taken, they have to wrap the band around my arm. But I you have know what? To also, I look at it also that it was a form of torture. They were they were torturing mm. her. Okay. So so they wouldn't do that. Okay. You know, they, the same way with the gun. Oh, you thought we you know, you see it and, and that gives you that. Uh-oh, I can, I, I can get up out of here. Mm-hmm. You know? So they, they're they torturing her. Yeah. But I, remember I'm she sorry. Was, remember, because remember before they even locked her up and she was like, there's nothing worse you can do to me. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So they were they were torturing her on purpose. Right. Well, okay. They let's giving her no, none, no numbing, no nothing. Just... So let's let's talk about this little girl. Let's talk about Ren. So she she says in this uh episode that she's eight years old. And one of the things about her is that she we see her kind of on the grounds, and at night they have a spotlight going across the water, you know, to the woods. And she keeps looking out there saying that she feels like there's something out there for her, like something is missing. Mm-hmm. And um, so it starts this little curiosity with her when she's talking to when she's talking to the older girl. I can't remember what her name is, probably something like Raven, because for some reason, they're all named after birds, which birds. I feel like should be a clue to us about who is behind this, because I know when we first when we got the first teaser trailer and people heard the voice of Padre, some people were like, oh, that's, that voice sounds familiar. I know who that voice is. I, I steered clear of all of that because I was like, I don't want to know who's, I don't want to know who's playing the voice. I don't want to know if people are speculating it's a character. I, I don't want to know. Right. But it, you know, it. she's talking to the girl and the girl is telling her about uh, Madison or telling her about the woman who, you know, help some dad and his his baby girl escape. And she gets curious about it. And then that's when she goes to search for Madison to try to get Madison to help her um, train. And of course, Madison takes the sledgehammer. She uses it to escape out of her cell and she makes quick work of the two guards that come downstairs to try to stop her. I was like, y'all have her locked up for a reason. Y'all only sending two people. Really? This is what we're doing? Okay. Yep. So, well, no, they also didn't know she had a weapon. She is a weapon. Cause bare, how, how she a weapon barehanded? I ain't never seen her barehanded whoop nobody. Else. You're right. You're right. You're you're very right. But, but she's we able. But they have a weapon. She can get it from them. But yeah. they're not loaded. Still, she can take that weapon and knock the hell out of them. <laughs> I don't have to shoot them. <laughs> Yeah, they needed for it took a lot to get her in there, so you should have had more, right? Yeah. yeah, but um, so yeah, so so Madison basically uses Ren to get off the island. Um, and what happens is when Ren is down there in the cell with her, she has this mark on her hand that 
Madison recognizes. And she was like, how did you get this mark on your hand? And Ren was like, I don't know. I've had this since I was a baby. She was like, no, no, no. It can't have been that long. And she was like, you're the little girl I was trying to help escape. Your name is Mo. She was like, no, my name is Ren. No, girl. That woman been... She need a whooping. I want yeah. when she first went down them stairs and took her goofy ass to that door. You were like, she didn't say what you. She need a whooping. Mm-hmm. I, I heard you in my head like, watching this episode. I heard you in my head, but I was like, but she needs to go downstairs because she needs to find the truth. Because again, at this point, we don't know what the situation is. You know, if I hadn't have watched any promos, I would have assumed that Morgan is probably dead. He's been captured. Maybe he's in a mm-hmm. cell somewhere too. Because this little girl has obviously grown up without him. Like she's she's looking out into the woods and she was like, I feel like something's out there for me. But she doesn't say, I feel like my parents are out there or I miss my mom or I miss my dad. She makes no reference to parents. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so is Morgan, did, did they escape and they get captured again? Like, did they lock him up like they did uh, Madison? So we're sitting here trying to figure all of this out and- Madison gets on a boat with Ren. She takes her away from the island and she's basically like, yeah, so I'm about to return you to your father because that's what I had pl- promised I would do. So they get over you to the- get um, nerves in that boat. Hurry up and take me back. I will take a back. Please just take a back. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back. When they get to land, uh, yes, uh, Ren is very, she she has drunk the Kool-Aid. She was like, no, take me back. I, I need to go back. I need to be a part of Padre. I need to be, you know, she wants to be a contributing mem- member. She wants to be a part of the change she wants to see in the world or whatever the case may be. And when they get over there, they get approached by walkers. And Madison is sitting there trying to take them out. Ren, of course, freezes up again. And then when Madison tries to help her, she hits Madison and breaks Madison's oxygen tank. I was like, Casey, I kept hearing you in my head. I really did. I really did. Because I was like, this little girl. But again, she's eight. This is how she's been raised. So we can't really blame her for being brainwashed because this is what she has been told to believe that she's supposed to be on Padre. She's supposed to be doing this, that they are going to change the world. They're whatever. So they get rescued from the walkers by Morgan. And when Ren is like, who is that guy? And Madison's like, that's your father. He turns around, he get he like looks at Ren good for the first time. And this is where it started to get weird for me because Morgan has, he has emotion, but he, he keeps it in check very well. He doesn't approach her. He pretty much acts like, I won't say- She ain't his damn like, daughter. Yeah, he, he mm-hmm. he's very distant with her. And I'm sitting here like, I was like, what the fuck? All the stuff we've been through. This, this, but, this is what we're doing. But because of that, it made it easier for me to understand what we find out throughout the episode. Because even when they're there, he's trying to help them. She's making it clear. No, I want to go back. He was like, okay, I'm going to get you back. And he actually right. radios in. He is part of fucking Padre. His name is Nightingale. I was like, wait, what the fuck is going yep. on here? 
You and Madison, like, wait, what? I just right. spent many years. Right, like, this is what we're doing? Reverse the roles. So what we find out is, like Morgan said, they tried to escape. They went to the houseboat. They got overrun. He had to call Padre to help because he felt like he couldn't take care of her. And he just told them, promise that she'll be safe. He was like, I'll leave her alone. I'll do what you want. Just promise to keep her safe. And at first, he was like, the Morgan would all the week been done been through. And then I thought about it. It's because everything that he's been through that he has done this. I mean, if you think about it, looking at it from Morgan's point of view, Dwayne was a very older, maybe not very capable child because he was still young. He was, you know, kind of similar to Chris. You you've been thrust into this world where the dead are walking. And not only that, your mother is one of the dead that's walking. Your dad doesn't have the courage to kill her. And she ends up being the reason why your son is dead. So from Morgan's point of view, I can understand him saying, I'm not going to lose another child. Because if you think about it, they have been through a nuclear blast. They have lived through radiation. He has been trying to keep this child alive. They had no food. If she starts crying from hunger, there's going to be walkers. I mean, we saw that in, what was it? Uh, season six, when they had her bundled up, she was crying, 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 crying. And it's not like oh, you can tell an infant to shut up or quiet. else the walkers are going to come eat you because she can't communicate. She doesn't know. Yeah. So I think at some point he was just kind of like, you know what? I cannot keep this child alive in the way that they can. Yes, she will be away yep. from me, but she will be safe. She will be fed. She will be protected. And then especially when later on, when they're they're in a similar situation, they've gone to the houseboat to try to hide from Padre. It gets overrun again. They're getting ready to sink and they have to get off the houseboat. Mo starts having flashbacks and she remembers, she was like, this is what happened, mm -hmm. you know? Is, th is this why you gave me up? Like you were trying to save me. She's remembering all of this. And then as they're trying to escape, she gets stuck. And Morgan is sitting there trying to fight him off. Madison is trying to fight him off, but Madison don't have oxygen. So she really ain't she good for much no at help. this point. Ain't no so help. here comes Grace to save the day on her little boat shooting up everything and she pulls over and Mo is like who are you I'm your mother now listen I'm your mama girl I was like right but even the the kind of matter of fact way that she said that it's like she was happy to see her daughter but she was still guarded as well and distant and then when they when they were on the um the bank and they were talking to her like at this point Mo was like okay so I have my parents. Padre lied to me about y'all. They told me y'all were dead. So what else are they lying to me about? No, we can do this. I can stay with y'all. And they're like, no, you can't. And no. they've called Padre to come and pick her up. And I'm telling you, like when Padre takes Ren and Madison away and it's just Grace and Morgan and Grace breaks down crying, I was like, that had to be the hardest thing for her to do. But at the mm -hmm. same time, again, I understand. These are two people who have lost children violently. 
you know, Dwayne was killed by the Walker version of his mother. Grace's baby absorbed all of the radiation in her body and was was still born. I can imagine that both of these people are people who would say, you know what, if she has a chance to live and thrive in there, then that, I mean, that's, that's one of the tough things about being a parent. Sometimes you have to make the decisions that you don't like in order to do what's best for your child. And even though we're all sitting here like, no, Mark, Morgan could have took, you know, he could have taken care of her. Grace could have helped, whatever. We don't know what their situation is right mm-hmm. now. But Grace is also clearly working with them. We don't know about anybody else because Grace and Morgan are the only two that we see in this episode. But they have clearly not necessarily drunk the Kool-Aid, but they're in that mindset of we got to protect children. And that is the whole brainwashing thing that Madison went through. Because on the surface, yes, I can say that that's a good decision, but we already know Padre ain't about shit. No, we don't even have to know the full extent of what Padre is. We already know because there are no there there's no places that are that big in this world where it's just all hunky dory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I mean, not going to end well. It, it's not, especially like, so I feel like now that Mo knows the truth, she is not going to be a compliant little fighter, uh, or, you know, a compliant little person in Padre. Now, I do think yeah. what we see at the end of the episode, she is now able to fight a walker with no problems because she's confronted that fear. And also mm-hmm. now she knows my parents are out there. And even though Morgan tried to be harsh with her, you know, she was like, you know, you're my parents. And he was like, no, your parents were Rachel and Isaac. I made them a promise that I would take care of you. And that's what I'm doing. So he still tried to kind of like distance her. But you can tell Morgan loves that little girl. Oh, absolutely. He's oh, yeah. done as, much, when- as much as he fought for her, you know, in the beginning, you know, throughout all this. Oh, he mm-hmm. loved the hell out of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, he had to love her to let her go. Yeah. And the sucky thing is you had to do that in this type of world. So right. I'm I mean, I'm sure that that knowledge of her being safe was somewhat comforting to them. And then of course seeing her in you know in the flesh, they're like, oh, okay. We made a good decision. She's she's healthy. She's she, you know she's alive. She's but uh, yeah, I think now that Morgan and Grace have seen her, they're probably like, yeah, no, we can't do this anymore. Yeah, I changed my mind. And and especially since they retired, Morgan. So. At first, I thought they were going to try to kill him when they were like, "Oh, we're we're retiring you." I'm like, y'all really want to piss Morgan off? Like, I understand they probably haven't had the version of Morgan that we are used to seeing because Morgan is like, I'm not going to rock the boat. They're taking care of my child. So he's probably been very meek. He's probably been very, you know, uh, right after the the cheese maker. You know, he was probably that type of Morgan. Like, okay, you know what? Wait, but wait, did you notice in the houseboat, um, yeah, we, Mo, we, 
wipe in the word. It, 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 and what we see on there, clear. So he had a setback. He did. Probably after he, he lost her. He probably, he probably after he lost her. Because you saw clear. You saw, I mean, literally everything that Dwayne. was on the wall in his, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was on the wall in his house in King County. You know, mm-hmm. Dwayne, what was it? You, uh, you should have killed her or I mean it was all that stuff mm-hmm. and, and Ren is just sitting there right wiping it and it's almost like he's looking at it and it's scaring him because he was like I don't want to I don't want to be that person again Mm-mm, stop I kind of feel I kind of feel like him seeing Ren now like having been so close to her and having her snatched away again I feel like if he doesn't do something now He's going to go back to that because that's where his mind reverts when he loses things that are important to him. Mm. So I, you know, yeah, when I saw that when she, and, and I don't know what it was that she saw that made her just start wiping it. Maybe she saw the smidge of something. She starts wiping it and Morgan is over there trying to fix um, Madison's oxygen tank. So he doesn't realize what she's doing. And then when she does it, and I was just sitting there looking at the TV line. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, we we don't want that to happen. And I, th- and I, I think if something had happened to her, he probably would have gone. He probably would have been like, okay, you know what? That's it. I'm done. I'm done. Let me just go on and embrace this and just be done with it. But now I feel like he has a reason to fight. He so, does. yeah. I think he is going to fight. He's going to want his daughter. Yeah, back. he's going to fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. But I'm sitting here looking at the, I'm looking in the background. And it's the shot of the inlet where Madison is is steering the boat down. And it looks like whatever this island was, was far ways away. So I don't know where the hell they could be. Like, she, especially considering how long it took them to find them. You know, now granted, they had a point of reference because they, they rescued... Mo and Morgan before so they probably figure okay this is where they're going to end up because especially after Morgan called it in and he was like oh I have them I'm bringing them back to you and then they never show up so they're probably like oh okay so he took them back to the houseboat and that's probably why they retired him because he didn't do what he said he was going to do and I I don't think it was he did technically he did but it wasn't it wasn't one of those immediate things like if it was him and he said he was going to bring them back then what he should have done was turned right around where he found them went back to the boat that she stole got in the boat with mo and madison and went back Mm -hmm. but the fact that they were further in to the point where they went to the houseboat i feel like in padre's eyes he was probably trying to run with her Right, and now they they really can't have them being in the same area. They just can't. Because she may want to run away again. It's yep. just, I don't know. Well, I mean, she didn't want she didn't want to run away this time. But yeah, but they don't know now that she had the taste of freedom and mm-hmm. seeing her parents. They don't know what kind of discussions they had. So taste we just don't need we <laughs> right. don't need them to. Yeah. 
We don't, we don't need no extra ideas. And then they right. also don't know what what was talked about, you know, with because mm-hmm. remember he said we uh the less you know the less she knows about us the better. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I'm talking about when she got back to Padre and he was like, Are we gonna have any more problems out of you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like I really want to know who this Padre is. Because it's when it's gonna be somebody we hate. And see, that's the thing, because yeah. At the beginning of the episode, when he's talking to Morgan, um, he was like, I'm guessing no introductions are needed. And Morgan was like, no, I know who you are. Basically, just me and Padre. And he was like, oh, we know who you are, too. And Morgan was like, how long have I been here? Long enough for us to do our, our research. So I'm like, what kind of research? I feel like, and I know this is a long shot. I feel like this is somebody who either has seen or found Althea's tapes or this is someone who has listened to them on the walkies when they were, when they were communicating, trying to save people and trying to build a community. But now I feel like that's better than my theory, but I'm like, What's your theory? What's your theory? Well, if you go back to when Alicia was with those people and it was government people and they were talking about Padre. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, you know, the way we have our technology and the advancement of our technology is government because they try different stuff. They could still be able to get into the system and and get access to people's information. But I feel like even if they do that, like and they the can just get the basic information. But if you have yeah. the basic information about them, and then your people doing their research, you can mm-hmm. gather a lot. Like you know, uh, sure. Madison, her kids are older, so we can't say we can help your kids survive this. So, but they know that Morgan had a son, but he's not with his son, so something must have happened to the son. Mm-hmm. But I mean that. <laughs> And that's the only way, but I believe yours is better. The taste because I was gonna say, I feel like I feel like that yeah. would even be a kind of a stretch because even if they do have some kind of technology up and running and they are able to find out basic stuff about Morgan, they're gonna find out about Morgan, the father and husband, the Morgan who probably before this uh apocalypse never got in trouble with the law who never had any issues. They're not going to know about the Morgan who can sit there and take out a group of 20 with one stick. Well, no, they got the updated, they got the updated, you know, kid spies. But they got everything on the person. Yeah, but and that's you what have I'm saying. Everything. Wait, You're saying I, you got, you did research. What kind of research did you do? And then here's the other thing. So there's something in the background when, when Morgan meets up with Mo and Madison mm-hmm. and they're talking, there is a knocked over silo in the background, which I was like, had one of those in Texas when Morgan got that infection, when he had gangrene and he had the red eyes and he was hiding in the silo. Uh-huh. Like, they can't be in the same area. No, maybe maybe that was just put there as an Easter egg or just something to throw us off. But I I feel like whoever is behind that, it is somebody that is somehow intimately familiar with them. Like like you said, they knew what buttons to push with Madison. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting here trying to think. Okay, and again, this goes back to dropped storylines. 
there's probably a whole bunch of people that we've met throughout the course of the series that we just never saw again, or they kind of went on their way and we don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting here trying to figure out who it could be, because again, I feel like they either have access to Althea's tapes or this is someone that sh- they have come across in one way, shape, form, or other. But again, Madison and, and uh, Morgan didn't know each other until they met up regarding this Padre right. stuff. So it's not like somebody could be like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I knew who he was because you brought him in and y'all knew. Like, I I don't know. I just feel like there's something. There's gonna I think be it's, something a, I believe it's the tapes. It has to be the tapes. So I, I mean, because that's the only way for them to really know about someone yeah. besides the computer. So it would have to be the tapes. <laughs> besides the computer. <laughs> right. But I don't think it's someone they know only because Padre's been there a little longer. Because it was in the, it was the the governor the governor or whoever that guy was, he they had the information. They had the information, but I don't think any of them made it, remember? None of them made it. They knew they knew about it and it, their plan is to get there, but he was overtaken. He didn't get a chance to go. Yeah, but so that's what so, and the assistant didn't know because assistant doesn't get clearance, government clearance. Yeah. So of so course that could have been just somebody him. who found it or somebody else who was uh, who had to who was dealing with government. I, I don't know. It's just to be the I original people, like, but they got to the tapes. Because where are the tapes? If I remember, the tapes got left behind somewhere and I can't remember. And that's the thing. Like, I really don't want to do this and and go back and try to figure this out. Mm-mm. But at the same time, I want to know because I feel like it's somebody that we know, somebody that has a connection before. to them. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. But it's like the way that Padre is but, talking to no, them. No, but didn't didn't um Al thought the CRM took her tapes? That's true too. Remember, I, Al thought the CRM because remember she said if y'all meet me and just give me my tapes, I'll tell you where she at. Remember, right? They're before not in the same, but that's not the, the same group, though. See, CRM and well, we don't know. We don't know that. We it don't could know. Be one in the thing. This could be and a side group. Rick, if they got Rick, they know about Morgan. Probably not. I, I no, doubt I don't Rick, think Rick told him. I don't think Rick would have said more. anything. Um, and that's probably one of the reasons why Rick ended up staying at the CRM. Like they probably kept him. Like okay, um, so like I, you know, and I said this way back when we saved your life. Kind of similar to Padre, we saved your life. So now you have to work for us. You have to pay off your debt. You have to do this. Or like I said, with the CRM, they know the general area where they picked up Rick. If they had been communicating with Jadis at all, they know that there are other people there. They know Jadis had a community. They may not have known what happened to her community at the time that they picked her and Rick up, but they knew she was there. They knew there were other people there. They could have figured out, they could have been like, okay, so either you stay with us and you help us do what we need you to do, or we're going to go back. Blackmailing everybody. God damn. (laughs) It's the way of the world when the world goes to shit. Clearly. I mean, think about it. You have all these communities where if they just banded together and worked together, they will probably have a better chance of surviving. But no, what do you want to do? You want to go and take 
other mm -hmm. people's things. You want to go and raid this community. You want to go capture this community, make these people work for you and, and all this other stuff, or, or even just, you want to go in and, uh, oh, we're going to we're going to lure you here with promises of safety and we're going to put you on the barbecue grill. It, it's just, you know, there's compassion and humanity in, in situations like this really go out the door. And I think what our group found with the Alexandrians, with Hilltop, with the kingdom, that is a rare thing. Mm. But I think when it comes to survival i think people will probably resort to their dirtiest grittiest most deadliest versions of themselves before they keep their humanity i mean and watching this show if it's me or you it's gonna be right you. Except, mm -hmm. except in some instances. And I was thinking about this last night when I was thinking about us talking about this. So, you know, last summer I started back watching the series from the beginning and I've kind of fallen off, but I'm like going in watching episodes every once in a while. So two weeks ago, I watched the Beth, Tyrese, Noah well, excuse me, Bob, Beth, Tyrese, Noah. Mm -hmm. I watched all those deaths like within the course of a week and a half. And I started thinking about these particular people and the way that they were. And if they had been different, how things would have changed. I was thinking that more so with Tyrese than anything because Tyrese, for a while, when I first started watching the series and when I was watching this on the first run, he kind of sort of got on my nerves. Same thing with Carol when she was going into her, oh, I can't kill face. Cause I'm like, this is the world that you live in. So right. you have to be able to do that. And then I started thinking, I was like, you know what? I like, you're literally berating people for holding on, to, for wanting to hold on to their humanity. And I had to start looking at it a little bit differently. Cause I'm like, that's not a bad thing to want to hold on to because you don't want to just go and be like, you know, grunt. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I feel like if Tyrese just maybe had let go of that humanity just a little bit, if he would have done what he needed to do with Martin, he would still be alive. A lot of things would have changed. Bob would probably be alive or okay you just escaped terminus rick is telling y'all we need to go and finish it and y'all like we got away we're 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 good we don't need to go in and do anything else i bet y'all learned that lesson because y'all mm -hmm. didn't do shit again because what happened y'all let y'all let the, the remaining terminus people live thinking that oh they're going to be overrun they're trapped by walkers and you got gareth and you got martin and you got these other folks who caught bob tore his leg off feasted on him and then came to the church looking for some smoke and then want to sit there and beg when rick was like oh i pro i made you a promise no you can't yeah, it's just one of those things I where it's like, <laughs> look, you can let me live and we will leave and you will never, ever have to see me again. That should have been your attitude when we blew your goddamn home up. You should have been like, yeah, I'm not fucking with these folks. 
So, I mean, I don't know. Going all, all that to say, going back, I, with Morgan and with Grace having to let Mo go, I understand that. But now, like you said, since, since they got a taste of being with their daughter, and now since y'all want to retire Morgan, y'all about to fuck around and find out. Yeah, he, he right. ain't got nothing to, to hold back from. She older. I'm about to take my kid and I'm out. Yeah. I think the only thing that will probably... she's in a better position to help protect herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She ain't gonna be doing all that goddamn crying. But now she knows, oh, one sledgehammer hit to the head and they out. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and also, too, as, like... And it's, I'm sorry, one more thing. And as headstrong as both Grace and Morgan are, they should have known that girl wasn't gonna want to go back. I'm just saying. Like, she's like her parents. Like, whether you claim her or not, y'all her parents. But right. she's just like her parents. Right. right. Nature, what is it? Nature nurture. versus nurture. Yeah. And I mean, they didn't have her for very long, but when they did have her, they were very resilient about trying to keep her alive. Mm-hmm. You know, and she was absolutely. at an age, huh? I said, absolutely. And And she was at an age where she can remember those things. And I know some people are probably like, well, how does she remember that? There are things that I remember from being less than two years old that I will like tell my mother about or when my dad was alive, I would say, hey, did I ever do such and such? Or I would say things and he would look at me and be like, you were one. How do you remember that? And it's like, <laughs> literally, I can see it clear as day in my head. Mm. So the fact that she had all of these, you know, all of these these visions or these memories that was hold, that were holding her back. And then once she actually saw Morgan and when she was in a familiar space, the houseboat, she starts looking around and she really starts remembering. And she remembers him saying, I'm so sorry, but I have to do this. I can't take care of you, but they can. You wow. know, for someone to give up something that you love so much to, you know, to something that you in in any other world would we'll be ne- like hell no, but never. But you and definitely Mo is going to remember things because sometimes memories will be based on just some type of emotion. And I'm sorry, I mean it was a bomb went off. We lived in a submarine. There's a lot of stuff going on. Not so that stuff okay. will stick to you. Let's talk about the fact that your mama, your real mama. Upon seeing these bombs coming down, she kills herself because she has a broken leg. She yeah. has enough foresight to put you in a backpack on the back of her so that she so that she can't do this. And then she ties the dog to her and gives the dog something with somebody's scent so that the dog will go and find, like parents yeah. have mm-hmm. made sure that she was going to be safe and well taken care of. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she remembers that too, because again, she was very young. But you got to think that some of that is going to stick. You're going to remember some of mm-hmm. those feelings of fear and some of the things that were going on. And then, you know, like she was saying, she kept hearing Grace's voice in her head because she remembered the 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 cassette tape that Grace was singing on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I you know I was um 
I was on Twitter and I, I sent this out yesterday because Karen Davis started following me on Twitter. So I was so excited. I was like, yay, Grace is following me. But also because I loved her on, like she was also on uh, uh, one of the Vampire Diaries spinoffs. And that was what I saw her in before um, she started doing this. But I was like, you know, Grace's voice and her breakdown when they had to let Mo go and she was like it was it's so much harder seeing her and Morgan was like but at least we you know at least we did get to see her and he was like I'm sorry I was just like I just need the two of them at the end of this season I just need them to have their happily ever after because if nobody else deserves it they do they have been through so much already I just need them to have a happy ever after and it's like even in this episode when you see them together I feel like they're not together right I felt that too and I don't know if that's because I mean think about it Padre is one of those places they they take the things yeah. that you care about and they use mm-hmm. it against you so they're probably like mm-hmm. okay you know what I love you you love me but we can't be a family mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. so let's know. go with statistics let's be real with statistics when right. you lose a child in a relationship you tend to break up yeah that's true that's but I, I think also at this point they're like okay you know what I can love you from afar as long as I can love you from afar. Mm-hmm. But if you're dead, that I can't, I can't do anything. Right. Or if she's she, dead. Grace I, had to be convinced. I'm sorry. Grace had to be convinced. Grace was like, oh, absolutely. Wait, what? What are we doing again? Especially really after doing? she probably was like, hold up. First of all, I didn't even want to be a mother to this child because she was going through, she literally had just lost her own baby. And she's like, I got to deal. Like, and you want, you want to give her up? Uh, but you know what at the same time again grace probably knows better than anyone the perils that they are bringing this child in and again you're in an area that you're not familiar with mm-hmm. you don't have food like you literally just left everything that you knew the submarine is gone all those um those bottles of or packages of whatever that was in the floorboard that's gone because y'all didn't bring none mm-hmm. of that food with you mm-hmm. it's gone Whatever was in mm-hmm. Victor's tower, gone. It's on fire. Alicia made sure she set that bitch ablaze. So you have to think, okay, so do I want to keep her with me so much that I'm just going to let her starve or be hungry? I mean, think about it. It was hard enough when Rick was having to do that with Judith, mm-hmm. you know? And unfortunately, like, you know, they had some dogs come around at the time when they were starving and, and walking through the road and trying to figure out things. Pack of wild dogs come by. Okay, y'all got to eat. They didn't have, they don't have that on the, on the boats. I don't even know if I would trust the fish. Like, I don't know how far the, the radiation and all that. No, yeah. I just. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. You you keep my child safe. You stay safe over there. I'm going to stay safe over here. We do whatever we have to do to ensure that she continues to stay safe. Because I feel like now, especially with them retiring Morgan, I don't know, maybe they're going to force Grace to do something a little bit different. Or I don't even know if they know that Grace is her mother. Because Grace wasn't captured, you know, Grace was on the boats with them, but she probably wouldn't have said, oh, yeah, that's my child. 
Right. So they, that's probably another reason why Morgan and Grace are probably kind of distant or or seeming distant. They're like they're co-workers right now. Yeah. You know, they're both working for the same people. I got to figure out, like, is Dwight and Sherry, like, what's their situation? Because remember, Sherry was pregnant at the end of last season. Right. So, yep. Does so that mean that see. her child? Is- and, and I do and not so, see I was her thinking giving that. up no baby. I don't, I don't really. see her giving up no baby. Neither one of them. Dwight, no, I don't see. Mm-mm. No. Not as much as they, as much as they was trying. Right. Mm-hmm. No now, baby. the question. Now, that, was, now that one's going to be a fight. The question for me would be, if they didn't give up their child to Padre, didn't maybe Morgan take their child and put the child in Padre, thinking, okay, well, this is better for the child. Oh, that would be horrible. He said, no, remember, because he said he only take, uh, he talked to the parents or something, and he only take kids that their parents would surrender. He wasn't stealing kids. Well, well that's right. true. That's true. So, yeah, you're right. Kids. So he was only taking kids that basically had permission to go. Mm, yeah. So, but I mean, if it's depending on the circumstances, Dwight and Sherry may have this. I mean, if they were in a situation, because if you think about it, the situation that Morgan and, and Mo were in that we saw them in when Mo was an eight year old and he was having problems uh, protecting her because her foot, her foot got stuck in the mud she couldn't get away and he was like see this is why i gave you up in the first place because i can't even protect you now much less as a baby i mean think about it we saw them in the last season he had the raft up in the trees he was trying to keep her away from the things on the ground and trying to keep her quiet so that's a lot to have to do Cause you'd be just like, as a person, quiet for a second. Just be quiet. Like, give me right. five minutes. Give me five. Right, minutes. right. Yeah. I mean, think about it. They don't have diapers, so she probably wet and and poopy all the time. And it's mm-hmm. it's just a lot of things that you just can't. No matter how well prepared you are, there are some things that us in the real world, with all of the amenities and all of the resources. There are still some things that we we can't do. Your child has an explosive diaper. Guess what? People are gonna smell that from out from away. <laughs> There's nothing. You, there there is no hiding nothing. from that. Mm-hmm. You know. Nothing. So it's just yeah. You just I guess you do what you got to do to protect yours. But oh, I tell you, when I saw that when he was like, yeah, I'm gonna turn you in, and he calls them, I was just like, am I about to lose all respect for Morgan? <laughs> I was about to be like, please don't pull a Victor Strand with him and make him a bad guy. I cannot handle that. No, they're not going like, to do that. Morgan has been there since the beginning. You can't do that to me. And then, like I said, as the episode went on, I was like, okay, you know what? I can't, I can't fault him. I can't. I Absolutely can't. not. We all probably would have made the same decision in the same moment. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, as, as as much as you would hate it. As much as you like, right? You know, you gonna do it, right? You gonna do it, because what's your alternative? Mm, you you gonna sacrifice knowing I'll never see you again, but I know you're alive. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, Morgan, you can't kill Morgan Jones. You know, no, no, you can't. I, you, you can't. This is the Morgan show. <laughs> But, um, I, you know, I've seen some people online, like some people are complaining they don't like 
Um, they don't like the direction that the show is going. There are some people who didn't like the first episode. I actually liked this first episode because it was it. so different from what, what I was expecting. Like, especially with the decisions. Because, I mean, again, going back to the flagship show, you saw people doing everything in their power to stay together. They, you know, Rick Grimes was like, this is my family. Y'all not finna fuck with us. And mm-hmm. even when they started splintering, you have a few people here at Hilltop. You have a few people here at the kingdom. That wasn't anything that was done on purpose. That was for safety. You know, Maggie and Sasha went to Hilltop because Maggie needed medical care. And she ended mm-hmm. up staying because she was the better leader for them. You know, Carol and Morgan ended up at Kingdom because Carol decided to go traipsing off on her own on her I can't kill thing. And she gets attacked. She gets shot. And Morgan, you know, Morgan and Rick went to go look for her. Morgan found her. So Mm -hmm. it's not like they all split on purpose. They've always fought to stay together. And the only reason why Morgan left was because he felt like he was putting them in danger because of the fact that he couldn't kill back then or he didn't want to kill. So when this came on, yeah, so when this came on and he was like, oh yeah, I'm calling them, you going back. The fuck? What? I know, this this episode, I don't know. I'm not gung-ho about it. I like it. I don't know. I don't know, because I just... I understand what people are saying about directions. I'm kind of confused of you saying it now because they should have said it a while ago. But that's no people have been saying it. They they have been saying so it, but- this episode. It for me, it really didn't do anything. I'm gonna be honest with you. I got tired of the going back and forth. Really, like no, I'm Madison. I'm trying to you know save her. This is the whole point and reason. My name is Ren. Have- it's Mo. Uh-uh. Uh, right, and I want to go back. I want to go back. We got to go back, Kate. That's a lost reference. But, I mean, it was just going back and forth. And then I thought that Morgan was about to change his mind. But then he's still calling them. And then Grace, like, I'm glad she cried at the end. Because I was like, what the fuck? Y'all just like, what what, what are we doing here? What is the point? Where are we going? I mean, I'm, I'm at the point now that, to be honest with you, I can get more Walking Dead. We could have continued, but I understand they had to end. This right here needs to end, and we go on with the other shows that we have lined up. It's, this is this should have ended already. Mm. So that's my my feel. Okay. I'm excited to see Dwight later and some other things that happen after we get out of this rut here. Like, get the mm. damn child out of the Padre. What is my villain? Let's move on, because I'm getting tired of this shit. Let's go I somewhere. Really wanna, like I, I mean, said, I'm tired. I mean, I I'm tired. Really see Morgan go home. Right. I okay. See what that's about and how that ties in yeah. to everything. Like, why are you going to King County? Because again, that it's like you're you're visiting an iconic location from this first season, and it's right. like, why would you just randomly go back to King County? Right. And then, like, how long this going to damn take? Because we're going to be walking. I mean, are we going to jump a year? At this boats. point, how old is Morgan? I'm starting to question. Are you 65 and you just <laughs> running around, like, killing? 
I, and then are we gonna spend a few episodes in the boat around Padre? Is it it? Dun, 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 dun. Mission Impossible. I I don't know. I I think the fact that they only are doing twelve episodes, I don't think they're gonna linger Mm-mm. anywhere for long because you don't have a lot of room left to. You don't, and, but you have no story to even clean up or close up. Because you basically tell us that we don't know where some of these people are. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why um, we're going to get some characters that we do, the beloved characters we do want to come back. They're not going to come back. They're somewhere else. Should they in California, yeah. I guess. I don't know. But I don't know. All I know is I need to know where Victor Strand is because you can't have. You can't is he going to be in this season? As far as I know. But I mean, you can't have a person go through what he went through and what he put our characters through last season and has been such a huge presence since the beginning of this show and then just like well that's what they did with alicia too i mean that's what i'm saying like alicia we got her back and we have kind of sort of closure like we we like we know where her story quote unquote ended and we can kind of like we can interpret it however we want there are some people I guess so but I need her to see Padre she had all these fever dreams that was her goal can we at least get her to Padre and let her die so she can see this is what it was and I, I shouldn't have led you here Padre. I want her to whoop some ass if she goes to Padre Why? because she wanted to get her people there and there's not a place to go I want her to see that I, need I mean, it could be a place for her people to go. They just have to oust the person who's in charge, and um, they'll have to deprogram all those children. Yeah, but see, this group is not like our main group, because our main group would have fucked this shit up and taken <laughs> over. Like yeah. always. Yeah. yeah. They'd have had their safe haven. The fear people can't seem to do that. Yeah. They have tried, and it just doesn't work out for them. Yeah. At all. And because yeah. I think I think one of the differences with the fear people is um and I will say maybe Madison is kind of different. The fear people for the most part, I feel like they are holding on to their humanity more than Rick's group. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like they're they're not as willing to kill so quickly. Like we haven't seen them like, yeah, they've been through some shit on fear, but I don't think they've been through some shit like I know they haven't. They haven't. They haven't. So and the shit they've been through is some of the shit they caused on their own. Some of it. And And then you would would think with them starting that story from the beginning, they would have had a little bit more experience, so to say. Cause like Rick woke up and it was like it had already turned, but they they was in the beginning mm-hmm. man getting shot on the highway, so y'all were literally there at the beginning. So how are y'all not versed enough to make it? I think you know it's one I mean? of those it's one of those things where you want to be able to make decisions that you're going to be able to live with, and some people can't do that. Like for Morgan. Morgan, we know Morgan can be a killer if he wants to. Mm-hmm. Morgan can be a great killer if he wants to. Mm-hmm. But the toll of that at some point for some people, it it, it does have to take a toll. Like with Carol, 
Carol had gotten to the point where she started marking or she started keeping track of how many people she had killed. Rick, if you if you remember when he first got to Alexandria and Deanna was uh, interviewing him, he was like, I've killed people. I don't even know how many by now, but I did it. So all of those people, my family could be safe. Right. Like Rick has Rick is one of those people where in his mind, he was like, whatever I have to do to keep these people over here safe, I'm going to do it. If that means there's a hundred people over here and I got to kill 98 of them for these 14 people to be safe, that's what I'm going to do. Rick made his peace that long time ago. He so ago. much has said that because he was like, remember with his whole rent, how many of you do I have to kill for you to get the Right. He's made right. his peace with that, but there right. are some people who probably can't and will never. But Carol, they even, have even to this point, Carol has not made, even though she understands, yes, there are times when we're going to have to do this. They're still, she still can't do. I mean, if you think about it, she had, she had every reason to kill Alpha. She couldn't do it herself. You know what I'm saying? I think even, even with that, it was still like, I think she could have if she were in the position, but even for stuff like that, Carol is still like, it weighs on her. And you see that. Mm -hmm. In the in the aftermath of that, and even um, the the ten C episodes where she and Daryl were together, you could see all of that stuff still weighed on her. You know, it does, but she can do it though with the light switch. She can. So she doesn't fear, want to. And I think fear people haven't right. They, they, and fear people they haven't don't. done it. No, they not really like haven't. That. Mm-hmm. You have you got to think about it. Even Victor, he really didn't kill those people. He had his other people throw them off the roof. Mm-hmm. He really, except, for, except for Howard, he threw Howard himself. Yeah. But most of the time, well, I mean, actually, he 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 threw um he threw he somebody threw else. Lover boy uh over, over too. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. my thing is like they really haven't had to kill like that. Yeah, yeah. Daniel maybe, but you are. But again, well, Daniel was killing see, beforehand. So yeah, you know. but again, still we see you know once Daniel has allowed his conscience to kind of creep in we see that that's also taking a mental toll on him yeah and but you know what i really feel like it was because of his daughter because he didn't get a chance to tell his daughter who he really was mm-hmm. just don't think of what i did when i was younger or in the military but who i really was mm-hmm. and yeah. not being able to give her that side the other side just took over i think mm-hmm. if he had time with his daughter he would be okay yeah yeah, probably so. But, oh, you know what? I did just think. So I don't know how widespread this theory is, but I do know that some people, uh, some people think that Troy is still alive. And I think I've even heard somebody say, oh, maybe he's behind Padre. Troy. Troy, <laughs> yes. Otto's son, the one that was crazy, the one that was uh that that Madison ended up killed killing quote-unquote in in the dam there's some people who are speculating he's alive i'm like madison knocked his clock off i don't know how he would still be alive but we see a body we didn't see a body but I he kind of he i don't know I, that, that wouldn't fit his person now okay i don't know people change yeah, I, I don't. I don't it'll know. Be, it'll be interesting. But I mean, too. he was one of those people that was cruel. He was one of those people that right. Was, that's yeah, yeah. but so he I, was. I but to to, I don't know if he 
if it was him, he would also be doing things to the kids that would be cruel, I feel like. I just feel like he doesn't yeah. he didn't care about anybody. Yeah. That's hard. But it'll be interesting to see where the season goes because we're not really leaving off of anything. We're, the only thing we're leaving off of is there's Padre and Padre has kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't want to say they're starting a the story from scratch, but in a, yeah, in a sense, in a it kind of, it kind of sort of is. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you introduce this big, huge time jump. It's not mm-hmm. like, I mean, we, we've done that before with the main show. Um, We had a six year time jump with, uh, you know, right after Rick. So, and it makes sense. That makes sense mm-hmm. to do that. Like, I yeah. guess it makes sense here because everything is done. Victor's done with his tower. We're getting away from the radiation. So we're on a new path. Yeah. New environment, mm-hmm. new new locations. But yeah, I, I just want to see. This is what I don't want. Okay. I don't want this big build up to Padre oh, being mm-hmm. this big bad and then you have a terminus where you finally get to terminus and you literally blow it up within what two episodes mm-hmm. you know that's that's what I don't want I don't want this big build up to this big bad and then all of a sudden so like if if Padre is this like I know we have a seven year time jump but I need to see what it is about them that actually made Morgan say, okay, yes, I'm going to give you my baby daughter to raise and I will go and take children for you to keep me. I just need to know what it is about them that makes them that powerful, that manipulative, that I, I don't know. And then so how that, would that's it... my question. But again, I don't want you spending seven episodes on Padre either, but don't right. sit here and do all this build up to Padre over a whole season and then this episode, and then all of a sudden Padre is done. But I, mean, I feel like that's what they're gonna do this season. Padre is is the, the villain for the season. And it's gonna be the whole entire season. Mm. Except for the last two episodes, which is the closing out. People are going their different ways, venturing off, running into another group of people or something. Because it's like, how would they close this? Yeah. And I, I'm sorry. I, I still feel like at some point, all of the shows have to tie together. And again, like mm-hmm. them going back to King County. How can you not tie... An, I just I don't know, but you again, have to this take Morgan this, back to the beginning, right? So, so, and then I, I guess know. he finds an area in Atlanta, and him, Grace, and Mo start live happily ever. Yeah, happily but by themselves, they're not. No, I mean it's going to be a collection of people. Maybe Dwight and Sherry and their baby. And you know, Dwight and Sherry helped all the people. No, but I. <sighs> I mean, I, I can't. I don't know if I feel like. I don't know. After looking at some of the cast posting, like some of their last day on set uh, photos and stuff, I don't know if I feel like Sherry survives this. I mean, okay, I don't I know. Can, I can, I'll probably make I, I can, some, I'll probably I make some more it. decisions once we see the characters again. Hopefully, we'll see some more of them in, in the next episode. And we can kind of see what trajectory their lives have taken. 
But mm-hmm. yeah, I I I kind of feel like Sherry. But I think we all are okay with that because I think we like the white better. So that's the hard part. Which is so funny because we do like the white the, better. The white is the one that we should like least. We should. It, it's sad, right. but but with all the stuff that Sherry was doing before, I was like, oh my gosh. It's yeah. the white who's trying to talk some sense to her. Yeah. Right. So I can see that she doesn't make it, and Dwight is raising this kid to be the best kid in the world. Okay. Best version of her. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I think Dwight has redeemed himself. So that I'm okay with Dwight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to make any more character predictions yet. Like <laughs> I said, we don't we don't know what's going on with the characters. Like we once don't. We- once we find out what's been going on over the last seven years with them and like I'm full if Morgan dies I'm really done well the show's ending so I, I can't be done with anything but yeah, you, you gonna be extra done Morgan extra done. cannot die because I still need to see Morgan and Rick reunite like if 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 the Walking Dead universe has to end on anything. Mm-hmm. I need it to be Morgan and Rick reuniting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see Rick reunite with the other folks. You know, I'm excited for him and Michonne to reunite. I want to see him reunite with Daryl, Carol, and, and Judith. And I want him to meet RJ. But my end goal, I need to see Rick and Morgan on screen again together. That That's- is. That would be the full circle. That is my nice little bow. Okay. Yeah. That would be the full circle. Yes. Okay. And then Rick Which means we probably won't get it. Yeah. And then Rick needs to run into Negan to see the changes that has been made since you kept the man alive. Yeah, that's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother spin-off. Who knows? We may get it. (laughs) That's a whole nother spin-off because if you (laughs) If you look at the um, the Dead City trailer, which they finally released last week, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it does look like Negan may go on a little bit back to his old ways, but also um, I don't know what happened to Annie and the child. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Because I know I did see him running just, with just, someone. Just because he's the key to it don't mean I'm about to leave my family. Yeah. So I don't know. But like I said, I I enjoyed this first episode. I enjoyed the potential that it has. Um I'm still kind of mixed about Madison being back because again, she was not one of my favorite characters. Um so I'm kind of on the fence about her right now. We'll see how I feel about her a couple of episodes in, but I'm kind of like yeah. killer. Let her kill herself. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I I don't know if I feel that strongly against her character, but yeah, I just I no, I don't. But it would be nice if Alicia is alive and they can go off and spend some time together. Yeah, make it make sense for me. Yeah. To, to have her come back. Because mm-hmm. when she to... popped up last season, I'm like, wait, what? That that was... It was... Random. Yeah. Right. Like, almost like she just needed a job. No, and I, I think they wanted her back. Like, they had a they had a particular story for her. And they brought her back for something. But it's like, 
when when they brought her back, I was like, wait, so y'all get rid of her or she left or whatever the case may be. I don't know what the, the circumstances were for her leaving. Three seasons go by and you bring her back as a baby snatcher. That I had a problem with. That she was all about all about her kids. She was. She was all about kids and being with her kids and finding her kids. The kids run away from her and she still chased them and get them back. Right. Like you are all about your children and yet and you you become the person who takes some somebody else's children from. Yeah, I had a big issue with that, and I still do. Um, even though her character has, you know, she meets Morgan, she has a change of heart. Okay, whatever, I get it. I'm still trying to figure out what she's doing here. So, and Morgan has a have a change of heart. Not these other mamas who are actually crying. Like, don't take my baby. But I, Morgan, okay. I, well, I'm sorry. I, I'm saying all these things. I'm still watching the show weekly. That's okay. Oh, That's on. what we do. Because you know what? Just because we watch a show, just because we're a fan of a show, does not mean we always have to like the decisions that they make. Because no. I'm saying it's not that it's to the point of fear. I'm not a fan. They need some different writer. They do. It was in the beginning, I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Then I got too connected. I did get too involved with some of these characters that characters, they yeah. not know that they had they wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. And that did it for me. Yeah. I pushed me over the edge. Yeah. But I guess we'll 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 see how this season starts shaping up. Um we do have uh five more episodes in this first half of the season. Mm-hmm. There'll be a break and then I think the rest of the episodes will premiere in the fall, I believe. So, and I think that's probably to give it time because um by the time these six episodes are done, Dead City should start. Okay. And then when it's over, we'll have more fear. And then I think the Daryl Dixon show may be coming out at the end of this year. So we'll still get some some Walking Dead content. And then, um, you know, the rumor is that they're already filming season two of the Daryl Dixon show. Excellent. Um, We have uh, the Rick and Michonne show is supposed to wrap filming this week. I think they were supposed to wrap a few days ago and they they pushed it for a couple of extra days. Um, They didn't come to Atlanta, at least as far as we know. I'm bummed about that, but um, we'll get that show. Uh, We are all going back to the camp. Is there an episode to watch on that Sunday night? Of course, but, uh, you know, Thursday night, we'll... Cause they're having a get together on Thursday night too. Yeah, but remember how we well, you know what we can watch it in the hotel room and th- then we can record live while we're no, but didn't we watch an episode with everyone that Sunday night? Are they doing that? I don't know. A fear episode? I don't know. That was a last minute thing last year. It w- it was it was a last minute thing. Um but I don't know because uh Karen Grace and Mo Collins will be there um from fear, so maybe. That that might be something that we end up doing. But um, yeah, we're gonna be at the camp. They got a lot of people, a lot it is. of people it's, it's, coming it's so this year. Um, so we're looking forward to that. And hopefully between now and then, 
we can get a show where we're talking about it and maybe um, talk about some of the upcoming events that they're going to have. I'm going to try to see if I can get someone from the camp, our favorite red hat person on the podcast. We talked about it um, a few months ago and they've been busy. I've been busy. So I just, you know, I don't want to overwhelm them because they're, they're, they're gearing, gearing up for some amazing things. So we're going to try to see what we can do with that. And then, uh, like I said, we're going to continue to cover fear, even though Michelle is probably hate watching it by now, but it's a walking dead show. So we're going to stick with it. We're going to, we're going to hope for the best, you know, final season. I mean, you can't, you can't go well you can go out on a bad note we've seen it done but we're not gonna speak that into existence for this show we're gonna hope that they go out on a great note i hope i hope so and the thing about it is because i just feel passionate about it it's just that i do enjoy it it's just that i'm just not liking a lot of decisions Mm -hmm. it it went left Mm -hmm. very quickly then right then up then down (laughs) and now we're Turning around. I don't know. They're doing the hokey pokey (laughs) in the swamps of Georgia. (laughs) So we will see. So, yeah, we will. So Mm -hmm. you guys have any final thoughts on this episode? I liked it. Contrary to everything else that went on, I still thought it was a good episode. (laughs) For me, I answered questions. So even though it gave more questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So on that note, that is it for our show. You can find us online at www.phantomhybrid.com. We are on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Phantom Hybrid. You can chat with us on our Discord channel. You can watch our videos on our YouTube channel, and you can listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time. <laughs>